Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast of brief messages to help humanity bridge the gap to the new earth. My name is Vivian Gerard. It is my delight to be a scribe for consciousness today, sharing the wisdom that flows through from source. Here we go. Episode 287. It is Thursday. Still chilly here in Cincinnati. It's not as cloudy today. I think maybe we're going to have some sunshine. But it's cold. (laughs) Way colder than it's been. Yeah, today is yoga day with my mom and then lunch with a beautiful friend Alice and all kinds of creation this afternoon. So I'm feeling... um, really excited about what the day is going to bring. When I sat down for my meditation before recording this, I had all these ideas of what maybe we would talk about and no clear direction. And then right before I started, I was muscle testing and trying to tune into what the title is. And the word I got was activations, which was not (laughs) what I thought we would be talking about. And yet it's, it's connected so clearly to yesterday's podcast and to what I'm hearing in conversations and seeing reflected around me. So let's explore this topic in a chemical sense, an activation, the definition I found on Google is there's a, a chemical reaction that creates some new substance or new process. And so the activation is that chemical mix or spark, I guess, in a sense. The way I define it, the way I use it in the work that I do is an activation is when your awareness of something takes you to a different level of consciousness. You, you have an experience and suddenly it's like the veil lifts a little bit and you can see differently or understand something from a different perspective. And you can have lots of little activations. Sometimes there's a big activation in your human journey. Big. <laughs> like It's what Oprah describes. Sometimes you have a little tap on the shoulder and you ignore it. And then you have uh, a little bigger tap on the shoulder and you ignore it. And then you get knocked down and you still ignore it and get back up. And then you have a car accident or you have you know someone hit you over the head with a two by four. <laughs> she has some great descriptions. It's, it's this process of helping you to awaken, which is what we discussed yesterday. The process doesn't always feel like that's what's happening when you're in it. And so I thought maybe giving a few examples of activations would enlighten, illuminate, (laughs) bring a new perspective to your journey that perhaps can guide you so that if you or others around you seem to be in this place that looks externally like crisis, you can guide yourself and guide others into the possibility that maybe it's an activation. And then my invitation always is choose the activations that are the most easy and graceful so that your world doesn't have to blow up. Choose the path that is 
that is going to feel good to you and comfortable to you as much as possible when you're going through any activation. Instead of, you know, like the chemical, <laughs> like in the science experiment, don't be the one that has to have the whole room blow up in smoke and fire and fire engines are called. <laughs> like it doesn't actually have to be that way. If you're paying attention along the way, it doesn't have to be like that. So let's use a few examples. The first one that comes to mind is health. When, when we have um, allergies, perhaps, you know, we have little irritations, things that are brewing inside of us, and so we're feeling a little uncomfortable, but we just ignore it and we don't pay attention. Then suddenly it turns into the sinus infection. You've got this thick mucus and you can't breathe and you can't sleep, and so your body gets more depleted and more tired. and and then you're not paying attention to that and you're, the medicine isn't working and you're still pushing yourself and working too hard and not eating well, not drinking enough water and perhaps that turns into something more in your lungs. You get pneumonia, you get bronchitis and then you're really down. Then you're in bed, you're not moving. <laughs> you're laying still paying attention to your body because you weren't paying attention to that first little sign that your body was uh, out of alignment, out of easy flow of energy moving through your physical form. So the activation could have happened. Let me define that. The activation is your mind, your body, your spirit coming into greater harmony. Your mind paying attention to the fact that your spirit, your soul has something it wants you to see, to know, to understand, to expand into. And so your mind your soul is like trying to get your mind to pay attention. When your mind is so busy doing all the things that we do all day, every day, we don't have time to listen to our soul. <laughs> We're too busy. And so the soul will find a way of getting the mind to be uh, quiet so that the soul's message can come through. If the mind won't create those cocoons of time to be able to listen, then the body really has to be the one to get the mind to be quiet. How does the body do that? It shuts down. It stops providing the fuel, the ammunition, <laughs> for the mind to keep going 100 miles an hour. So the body causes that pause. And in that pause, what do you do, right? When you're sick, you watch funny shows, you read books, you sleep, you do these things that allow your soul to whisper new information to you to bring in some new little nugget that perhaps is going to have you go, I really don't like my job, or I really, I think I could do my job better by doing it this way. But when you're in the midst of it, you can't see that. When you're laying in bed, sniffling and coughing and crying about how sick your body is, your mind can start to have some space to look at things differently. An idea that you get from watching a TV show, because you're, in our words, numbing out, right? An idea from a TV show inspires you to bring some new energy back into your work. Your relationship shift. When we're sick, we usually, hopefully, allow people to support us. Instead of, I can do it myself, I can get through this, I can figure this out. When we're sick, sometimes we soften enough to go, it would be awesome if you could please get me a glass of water because I don't want to get out of bed. <laughs> or, you're gonna bring me soup? Like, I am willing to receive that. We allow more into our experience and we remember that we have this sense of community around us. 
So the activation sometimes needs to be all the way down at the bottom of the pit. And also, why? (laughs) Why do we have to have these experiences that knock us all the way down? If we can listen at the beginning, if we can get the tiny activations at the beginning and start to allow the the messages, the magic, the wisdom of our soul to come in earlier. Maybe we don't have to have the big, heavy activation that blows it all up at the bottom. Maybe we can have lots of tiny little sparks and those sparks start to gather momentum. And because we're paying attention and we're, we're tuning in more, the awareness, the activation can happen earlier, faster, with more grace. So for example, we'll use the health one. If you feel like your sinuses are acting up, right, or your um, congestion is really intense, all of that is throat chakra. It's nose, ears, throat. And then the mucus, it comes through the heart, the heart chakra, your lungs, your heart, how you're moving blood through your body. So do a throat chakra clearing. Do a heart chakra meditation. Put yourself out in nature and listen, listen to the sounds of nature and watch how your mind gets quiet enough to allow your soul to start to speak. When the sinus infection starts, take it as the signal that it is that you're out of alignment energetically. And so what can you do to bring yourself back into alignment? Because when that energy starts to flow, (laughs) stars activating the throat chakra. (laughs) Here he comes. <laughs> There's a squirrel. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Hold, please. <laughs> All right. We have peace again. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, throat chakra activation. <laughs> we can do it more gracefully without having to pull down the blinds and destroy the squirrel. (laughs) Okay, I feel like that point is clear. So I'll use one more example. This one has been coming up quite a lot. We are, when we start to awaken, when we have these activations and we're becoming more aware, the, the ways that our soul guides us are unique to us. So, for example, for me, I was studying with a teacher and learned so much about energy and then started to apply what I was learning and learning more and learning more. And what I found is the way that I was awakening and experiencing energy was very different from the way that I had been taught and the way that the the person I was partnering with was doing it. And so we start to feel this sense of wanting to explore a different direction or bring in a different element into our journey or read a book that perhaps others don't understand or agree with or listen to music that's different than what we used to listen to or be in groups that suddenly the group conversation doesn't feel the way that it did before so we want a different conversation so we find a different group and in our individual pathway the many small activations and then the bigger activations are so specific to each one of us. What happens when we trust our own flow 
is that the old communities and the old teachers and guides and gurus and masters that we're working with, their way doesn't necessarily always match the way that we're feeling now. That perhaps our expansion is taking us into a little bit different direction. And so it's not quite feeling the same way that it did before with the old group or community or teacher. Sometimes the activation needs to be dramatic in order for us to have the awareness. We need to have the big blow up with the person. That's exactly what happened to me in my journey. Big blow up. We have to cut all ties, you know, separate everything in order for ourselves to feel strong enough to stand in our own space and say this, this is the way that I want to be following my soul's guidance and it doesn't align anymore with the way that it used to in this community or with this group. What I have been witnessing is some of that also in some of the friends and and clients and you know just things are feeling uncomfortable for people and the old relationships aren't necessarily working the way that they used to and and so it gets kind of messy. What what I offer from my path is what if what if we can try a different way of communicating the feelings we have when things are starting to get not so the same as they were. <laughs> Listen to me stumbling my way around this. <laughs> that may be exactly how the conversation feels when you have those conversations. Remember Monday we talked about fiery conversations, how it doesn't have to be like that? Yeah, when, when we're expanding, when we're having an activation, sometimes we feel like we have to have the chemical blow up. <laughs> like, and now it's over. <laughs> I no longer follow your teachings or I no longer believe what you believe or separation, end of it all, right? We have to blow everything up. Kind of like Star and his squirrel. Rawr! <laughs> yeah, <was> so funny. <laughs> and also why i don't i don't know that that's always what serves or maybe it has to be that way clearly for me it did because that's how it played out and also now with time and with steadiness in myself i can see it doesn't always have to be like that we can have really graceful activations our soul can speak to us and guide us and we can share those feelings and awakenings with the people around us and and use our voice to say, I need you to listen. I need you to understand. And if you don't understand, it's okay. But can you just accept that I'm changing? Can you give me the space to change? Can you allow me the time to kind of sort through this so we don't have to have an ending? Can we move through this side by side? Sometimes the hardest one is when you have someone who's been your teacher, your guide, and they are comfortable in the role of being the teacher or the guide. And the student starts to expand. And the teacher's like, ah, <laughs> no, <laughs> no expansion for you. You can't be wiser than me or know more than I know or try new things that don't fit into my teaching. And, and then, unfortunately, these amazing teacher, student, guru, student, guide, student relationships, they come to a completion. and. And I guess what, what I'm offering, what I'm hoping for is 
as we all continue to awaken, as these activations happen, perhaps we can allow some space, some room to be walking more side by side with each other. That when the dynamics shift and the guru's no longer your guru, maybe the guru can become someone who's just walking by your side and the guru allows that. The guru allows that. Sometimes what that means is the student needs to guide the teacher. The student teaches the teacher. And that, that is an amazing guru. When you find gurus like that, those are the ones you want walking by your side. So, what was the theme of all of this? Don't kill the squirrel. Don't, don't tear down the blinds. Don't blow up the room. An activation can, it can, it absolutely can be easy and graceful and still extremely powerful. And our lives don't have to blow up as we awaken. They can have some bumps and some ripples and some touchy places. And we learn to use our voice and communicate in more powerful ways that are from our own knowing, from our unknowing. Sometimes we are in the unknown and that's what we need to say. So when we can say that, when we can allow room to be heard and ask to be heard, and we can be really steady and grounded in the fact that, yes, something is shifting. Don't know what it is, but it's different. I'm different. You're different. The situation is different. <sighs> right? And we can just breathe. Allow room for that. Maybe this awakening can happen at a global level without blowing everything up. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go see if <laughs> the blinds have been torn down. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> he just gets really excited because there are so many squirrels right now, and they're all gathering their nuts and berries and whatever they put into their little nests, and it's torture for my poor little guy today. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm up to yoga and lunch. Have a beautiful day, everyone. Thank you for tuning into this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me in aligning with the optimal health of your mind-body-spirit in the virtual community of Viv's Energy Gym. You can learn more at mysouljourney.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours. <laughs>